Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to be talking about four tips that can help you write a job winning cover letter. Now, the first question I get when I bring up cover letters is, do they really matter? Do I actually have to put in the time writing this thing? Does anybody even read them anymore? And the answer is yes. You should be creating cover letters for roles that you apply for online. Now, you should only be applying online for roles that you really, really want. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know that the structure I recommend is finding 10 to 15 target companies, and then finding 10 to 15 people at each of those companies, but you are going for target roles at those 10 companies, right? So we only want to be applying for roles at those 10 companies because these are, quote, dream jobs. These are jobs that we would do anything for. These are our targets. So we're not just writing cover letters and throwing applications out there to every single role that that pops up under the sun or shows up on our LinkedIn feed or whatever it is. We want to be very strategic about this. But if you're being strategic, you need to write a cover letter for every role that you apply for. Why is that the case? Well, data shows from a recent survey that 74% of recruiters don't read cover letters. So somebody may look at that and say the vast majority of recruiters don't read cover letters, so I'm not going to write one. But here's the thing. That same survey showed that 53% of employers prefer candidates who submit a cover letter. So these employers prefer somebody who submitted the cover letter, even if they don't read them. But on top of that, you don't want to be in a situation where you're applying for a dream role and you end up with one of the 26% of people who do read cover letters and who do care about cover letters. So again, we've talked about this before, but at the end of the day, when you are focused on a small set of jobs that you are really psyched about, you need to do everything in your power. You need to leave 100% on the table. And that includes writing a cover letter. The good news is, A cover letter can be a really, really effective tool for us if we know how to leverage it the right way. The problem is most people are just pulling templates off of Google and filling them in and, you know, tweaking a couple of things because they don't see a lot of value in cover letters. They don't see results from cover letters and therefore they don't spend a lot of time on them. So there's a couple problems here. The first is, as we've talked about before, anything that's easy for you to do is also easy for everybody else to do. So if you went to Google and you typed in cover letter template and you pulled down the first one that showed up and that's what you used, you can bet that these people have probably seen that template before because other candidates, other folks have gone and done that exact same thing. It was easy for you to go find that template. But on top of that, those templates aren't very compelling. You know, the whole dear hiring manager, I'm writing to formally apply for XX position, which I think fits very well with my background, blah, blah, blah. That's not compelling. And that's boring, especially when, again, everybody else is using the same template and they've read it for the 600th time. Anybody can say they're a good fit for this role. We actually have to prove it if we want to win this role. So that's where our four tips come into play. Starting with tip number one. You need to use a template that matches your resume, and you also need to take advantage of the top of the template, the contact information section. So all you need to do here is go back to your resume and highlight everything below the contact section and delete it out of your template, and boom, you're good to go. 
But you want to make sure that your colors, your fonts, your styles, your formatting, you want to make sure that they match on your cover letter and on your resume so that somebody can see that they work together. They go hand in hand. Uh, But on top of that, it keeps your branding consistent and it looks really, really nice. Now, in that contact information section, we want to include the same stuff that we talked about on our resumes. We want to have your name. You do not need your location, but we do want to have your email address, a link to your LinkedIn profile and your phone number, as well as links to any other things like portfolios or sites that may be professionally relevant to this role that you're applying for. That way they know exactly who this is coming from. Now, a big mistake that people make here is they put, you know, the company name or they put their address or or whatever it is at the very top. And that's a big waste of space. That's not really doing any selling for you. That's not really adding any value. So make sure that your template matches your resume and make sure that you're taking advantage of that contact information section up top. Tip number two is to tell a story. We as humans are just naturally, we gravitate to stories. We are pulled in by stories. There's research out there that shows that we're 23 times more likely to retain and remember information when it comes in the form of a story. And that's why we go to the movies. That's why we listen to podcasts like Serial. That's why we read good books. That's why we watch TV shows. We're in it for the story. So a great cover letter that hooks somebody in leads off with a story that's relevant. So something that I like to do here is think about a defining moment in my life or a time in my life or a specific example that ties in with the company that I'm applying for. So let me give you an example. I was coaching somebody who was a high school Spanish teacher and she wanted to transition into marketing. And a role opened up at this company that created educational videos for teachers. And essentially what she did was she took one of those videos and she used it in class and then she wrote about it in her cover letter. So at the very top, she opened with a hook that was essentially grapes and the company name. So like grapes and Microsoft. And then she went on to say, I'd never expect that I'd get so much joy out of combining those two things. Now, if you're a hiring manager and you're reading this cover letter and you see the first sentence being grapes and your company name, you're compelled to read on. And then the next sentence says, I never thought I'd get so much joy out of combining these things. You're probably thinking, what the heck is this person talking about? How did they combine these things? Like, I need to read on to find out more about this story. So we're hooking somebody in with the story. And then she goes on to share this personal anecdote where she essentially says, it was coming up on the, on the New Year holiday. And I shared this video of the Spanish 12 grapes tradition, and my class absolutely loved it. It was the most engaged that I've ever seen them. And we actually turned it into a class project because of all the excitement and because of the feedback that I got from the class. And then she said, I want to work for this company because I want to give other teachers that same experience with their class. So that's an amazing opening, right? We hooked the person by saying grapes in their company name. And then we went on to share a personal example of how she used one of these videos, how successful it was. And then she aligned herself with their mission saying, I want to be part of a company that gives teachers this same experience because I've been there myself. So that's really, really powerful. And again, that's all because we told a story. So think about that that story for you. What is that defining example? What is that defining moment that you can use to tie in your background and your experience and align it with this role and this company and what they're looking for in their culture and their goals? Next, we want to show them we know them. And what I mean by this is we essentially want to use the middle portion, the body of our cover letter 
to talk about the research that we've done. So if you go back to previous episodes, we talked about how to research companies. And essentially, you need to do your research up front before you write these cover letters, because in the body, we're essentially going to say, you know, I was listening to this keynote from the CEO, or as I was reading these articles in my research, or I was surveying some of your customers. And through that research, through that information, I discovered that X is a challenge for you, or Y is an initiative you're rolling out, or Z is a project we're focused on. You're essentially saying, hey, I've done my research, and I know why you're hiring for this role. You're looking to overcome this challenge. You're looking to roll out this initiative. You're looking for this solution. And when you show them you know them, you immediately become more relevant. And then what we're going to do is use our experience essentially as evidence to support why we're the best person for this position. The other thing that you can do here is handle objections if you need to. If you're coming from a non-traditional background or if you feel like there's something else that's tripping you up, if we show them you know them, handle an objection, and then use some sort of evidence, which we'll talk about in our fourth tip, that is going to be really compelling as well. But we want to show them that we've done our research. We want to show them that we know why they're hiring for this role. And then we want to show them why we are the best fit for this role. So finally, tip number four, we want to close with some sort of value validation project if we can. So you don't need to put together a value validation project for every single role that you apply to. But again, assuming that this is a role that is, you know, fits the criteria of dream job at your dream company, it's worth putting together a VVP ahead of time. And so we can tie this in at the very end by essentially saying, you know, in the middle, we said, I know why you're hiring. I know where you want to go. Here's why my background makes me the right person to do it. And here are some ideas to illustrate why. So you can come in and you can say, you know, I've put together a competitive analysis that identified four major areas where your competitors are outperforming you. And I came up with three solutions for how you can get back on top. Here's a link to that competitive analysis. Or you can say, I found some publicly available data and I ran some analysis on it. And I discovered that your customers are saying, you know, X, Y, Z things about your brand. So I came up with three ideas for how we can capitalize on that or shift the sentiment. You know, click here for a link to that. And so at the very end, what we're doing is pitching our value validation project by essentially saying, you know, I did this research. I I know this is is a problem, a challenge, an initiative, uh, something that, that we're looking forward to and click this link to go find out more about the ideas that I have, uh, which is essentially saying, click this link to understand the exact value that I'd bring to this role. So if you do those four things, you're going to have a really compelling cover letter. And just to recap, the format should match your resume. And we're talking about fonts, we're talking about colors, we're talking about formatting and styling. And you want to have that contact information header uh, that has all of your links and all of your portfolios and, and everything that makes it easily identifiable and easy for them to click away and find more information if they need to. In terms of the body of the cover letter itself, there are three sections we're talking about here. There's an introduction where I didn't mention before, but you should try to address the hiring manager by name, or you can say, you know, dear let's say HubSpot marketing team or dear Microsoft channel partner team. You can say dear the company name and then the team you'd be hired into. And then that first section is going to be that opening story, essentially aligning yourself to them by saying, hey, here's this defining moment. Here's this example that is very relevant to what you're looking for. In the middle, in the second section of the cover letter, we're going to show them we know them by talking about the research that we've done by calling out a specific challenge or a specific need or an initiative that they're driving, the reason this role is open. And then at the very bottom, we're going to close out with a value add and we're going to link to a value validation project. Now, this doesn't need to be more than one page. It can really be a total of of three, four paragraphs. But if you do that, 
your cover letter is going to be so much more effective because that story is making you human, that research is setting you apart from other people, and that value validation project is clarifying the value that you bring to the table. So while everybody else out there is doing their dear hiring manager, you know, I'd be a great fit because I have X number of years of experience. You're basically saying, hey, I'm a real person. Here's the value that I bring to the table. And I know it's relevant because I did my research. And it's hard to get more compelling than that. So if you do those four things, I promise you, your cover letters are going to be much more impactful, much more effective, and they're going to get you better results. That's it for today. But before you go, do you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile for free? Because that's exactly what we're doing for a ton of Dream Job System listeners. Here's the deal. Ratings and reviews are incredibly helpful for this podcast. They push us up the charts and they allow more people to find these episodes and get this advice. So every week we look through all of the ratings and reviews that we've received and we pick one person. That person sends us their resume or their LinkedIn profile and I review it and send them some feedback and suggestions in a video all for free. So if you want me to review your resume or your LinkedIn profile, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a rating or a review and that's it. We'll scan through all those reviews. We pick somebody at random, which could be you, and we'll send you a video with all of the tips and tactics that you need to boost your outcomes and win more jobs. Either way, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.